Double Feature presents Pick 6. The guys make a top 5 list and add one more. Road trips, war movies, more death scenes, and you know it, beer. Tell us your picks, guys. You said war movies. We need to compare lists when we're done recording this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll be, because, uh... We've got, we've got time to burn. Oh, yeah, gee oh, eh? oh, sure. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. oh that's real fine. That's real fine. So, it's a uh, six-pack double feature. It's pick six. I'm not Nathan. And I am not Travis. And today, we are doing character actors. Now, we should probably, up top here... Define? Define what... A, I think Hoyle calls a character actor. <laughs> the, the book according to Hoyle. Eric Hoyle. Yes. <laughs> I, I hope he's listening. Hey, that's good. A character actor is, in my opinion... He or she is... Uh, yeah, correct. He or she, when they turn up in a movie, you go, Oh, it's that guy! Or it's, oh, it's that woman! They're... Really? That's yeah. how you define the character actor? I don't know. How do you do it? Uh, yeah, I love that guy. Okay. Or a girl. <laughs> or lady. Or man. I think... I think... Be like my dad. I love that gal. Based <laughs> in that thing. <laughs> I love my dad. She, she's great. Um, <laughs> I think by the time we get through at least the next six people, if not the next 12 people, you'll kind of have an idea what maybe a character actor is. Usually, not, most character actors, at least in most of the ones that I've picked, they're not in the lead role. They are definitely supporting... Mm-hmm. And depending on that role, it may just be a scene or two, but it may also be a full supporting throughout the entire film. Yes. They kind of get absorbed into that character. They very much, or a lot of times, can just, they become Here's a great that. example. I don't know that you have him on your list. I don't have him on my list. If he's on your list, I apologize. But like early Jim Carrey. Yeah. Okay. He could kind no, of do anything. My, he, no, I'm just kidding. He, he could kind of do anything, and if he chose to, he could fade into the background. Right. And if not, be over the top and sort of a... Gary Oldman would be a good one. Gary Oldman is a good one, and <laughs> he's not on my list. Okay, good, because he's Cause not I, on my list. I almost chose him, but yeah. Gary, I was thinking too, but I... Gary Oldman is a great example of a character yeah. actor. And if you still are unclear on what we mean, pause it. Welcome back. Thank you for looking that up. Here now is you know. here's Nathan's number six character actor. My number six starts with a clip. I don't trust this kid any further than I can throw him. Well, with your bad knee, Ed, you shouldn't throw anybody. It's true. What is so dangerous about a character like Ferris Bueller is he gives good kids bad ideas. Uh-huh. Last thing I need at this point in my career is 1,500 Ferris Bueller disciples running around these halls. He jeopardizes my ability to effectively govern this student body. Well, makes you look like an ass is what he does, Ed. Thank you, Grace. I think you're wrong. Oh, well, he's very popular, Ed. The sportos, the motorheads, geeks, sluts, bloods, wasteoids, dweebies, dickheads. They all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. That is why I have got to catch him this time, to show these kids that the example he sets is a first-class ticket to nowhere. Oh, Ed, you sounded like Dirty Harry just then. Really? Uh-huh. I only have one question. Which one is the character actor? I was going to ask you which one you thought I picked. Jeffrey Jones. I did not. I picked Edie McClurg. You picked McClurg? Okay. Yeah. 
I felt like I needed a proper balance and I needed at least one woman on my list. That's fair. That's and, cool. And now initially it was all guys and I was like, no, I really, there are some great character actors that are women. I need to expand my horizon. And yeah. I'm like, I'm going with Edie McClurk. <laughs> That's great. She's, she's a staple of John Hughes films. She's in a lot of John Hughes pictures. Yeah. And she, every role that she's in is just kind of priceless. Cause even like when she plays the clerk at the uh, car rental agency for uh, planes, trains, and automobiles. God, it's been so long. When <laughs> It's when he slurs all the F-bombs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, she plays so many different roles, and it's just that bubbly goofball assistant to Principal Rooney that makes her... That, that's my favorite, is her playing that role in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. No, that's great. That's a good pick. I'm, I like that. I can't... I could have picked... Jeffrey Jones, because no, he's just as same, much in the same, the same category. No, but he's he, the same. Yeah. yeah, I was wondering when I did that if you were gonna, you were going to go. Hold on, which one is it? Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> I'm not going to top it with any of mine. Um, but I'm gonna. I'm just. I'm gonna. Damn it! I'm gonna go. My number six is Johnny Depp. Okay, he's usually now a leading man, but I can very much see that he kind of just gets absorbed by that character because he or, go whatever character he's playing. He goes he turns, that. yeah. He becomes Willy Wonka. He becomes Hunter S. Thompson. Or he becomes Sweeney Todd. Or he becomes Jack Sparrow. Or whoever. He's tedious, and he's he's sort of like a modern day Lon Chaney. Okay. In that, yeah. He he puts on a face, and then that's him. He just he gets swallowed up by that character, yeah. and and becomes them. He yeah. used to be able to do sort of anything. He still can do anything, but he could do anything sort of subtle. Okay. Now he chooses to do. It seems more. Anything that is like, how much makeup can I put on? How much? How many prosthetics? Or how big of a costume can it be? How much? How much of me can be lost in this character? Which is kind of kind of why I went with him. Okay, I totally agree. That's that's a good pick. I did not. Okay, thank yeah, you. you didn't thank steal. You. you didn't steal. No, you I didn't did. steal mine. Most of mine usually. We'll, we'll probably have one. We'll have one. So Johnny Depp was my number six. Your number five character actor is Michael Bean. Oh, nice. Mr. Bean. Yeah, Mr. Bean. He's That's a good pick. That's a good pick. I honestly wish that uh, Bean had had a longer or bigger or more poignant career in Hollywood, but I'll take what he did, his run in the 80s and 90s. Wasn't bad. No. no. I mean, he was a staple of, of James Cameron's films, starting with The Terminator. I mean, and um, Bean could easily transform between the everyman and a calculated military leader or even a devious and like deliciously evil villain you know mm -hmm. and so i assume you mean johnny ringo there absolutely yeah because that would be this clip hey johnny what i'm asking me a sick horse is gonna give us huh it's quoting the bible revelations behold a pale horse the man who sat on him was death and hell followed with him. Or at least horse parts. <laughs> Little did he know that that was Kurt Russell. <laughs> <laughs> the, the rider on the pale horse is Kurt Russell. Yeah, that... Yeah, I love him in in Tombstone. He's he he's not been... He was in... Uh, he's not been bad in anything is what I was going to say. I don't know if that's necessarily He was in true. Navy Seals with Charlie Sheen. That was a good movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That was like 1990, I think. 90 or 91. Yeah. I remember um, that coming out. 
Was he in the Rock? Okay. Yeah, he was so one of the I'm he assuming, was Navy SEAL again or something. I'm assuming that at some point in his life he went direct to video. He <laughs> he had um, a couple of children. Sure. So I'm saying that somewhere after 1996, the thing he starred in most was fatherhood, <laughs> birthday, or Christmas home videos. Okay. All right. Um, I hope you're right. Which I'm I'm with you. It sucks because he's a good understated. Kind of underrated, like a, like yeah. a, like you could count on him yeah. for. You know he's not gonna he's not there to steal the scene. He's there to support you. Mm-hmm. A good, solid, you can count on him kind of actor. Right. And, yeah. So that was my number five, Michael Bean. Your number five, Mr. Bean. I, Mr. Bean. <laughs> I, I said Johnny Depp was sort of a Lon Chaney Jr., which makes me into my number five, Lon Chaney Jr. Ah, okay. The man of a thousand faces. Not a lot you can say about him in a, in a modern time. He was did a lot of silent movies. Um, I think by the end of his career, he played Frankenstein after Karloff decided to chuck it. But Phantom of the Opera, Wolfman, he did a turn as Dracula. Just any number of boogeymen in the 30s and 40s. They said, put on this mask and do this. Okay. And he would sit in the chair for however long it took to put on that toxic, cancerous, you know. <laughs> Again, not a lot of speaking roles, right. but he was a... Because he came from the silent era, mm-hmm. but so he did a lot of facial acting and through the makeup, which is even more impressive. Um, look up the original Phantom of the Opera. Was it 1937? Maybe uh, it's 30s. I think so. Um, old, old. It's totally old. Totally old. But Lon Chaney Jr. Um, Werewolves of London. <laughs> is he's my number five? Okay. Your number four is my number four is David Strathairn. David Strathairn is in quite a few films, but you don't always recognize him right off the bat. Um, he was the representative for the Harvey Bar in um, a League of Their Own. He was a, Squiggy, not Squiggy. He was a play-by-play guy. <laughs> oh, 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 oh! The olive skin dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Yeah, he was the one that still believed in the league, even though yeah, Mr. Yeah. Harvey didn't want to do it, and so he just told him, just go about it and keep running the league. Yep. That's David Strathairn. He just seems to get lost in the shuffle, as you can see right there, that you didn't even know initially who I was talking about. But there's a, a million character actors. Sure. He's He rarely ever plays the main protagonist, and maybe it's because he's just so sam- damn good at those supporting roles. Sure. You know, and so... Not sure if it was his life goal as an actor to be just really keyed in and on, focused in on those. A but, side guy. Yeah. yeah, but anytime you put him in, he's definitely going to, you know... Elevate the cast. Yeah, he's going to elevate the cast. Yeah. Um, my favorite role of his is in Sneakers. If you've seen Sneakers before, that's Robert Redford. They play a bunch of... <sighs> Long time ago. He plays Whistler, who is... Uh, he's blind, and he's a... Um, I can't remember exactly what his function in the group is, but um, he's not the lookout. He's not. The he's lookout. not the lookout. <laughs> but his hearing and, and how to be able to decode sounds and things of that nature to detect certain things, and so he's quite humorous in that role, and um, it's just really fun. He's in like Eight Men Out at Close Range, League of Their Own, like I said, The River Wild, LA Confidential. He's the husband in River Wild. Correct? Yes, I should yeah. have said that. I should have gone with that first. I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't have gotten it. Okay, you you went. You took the right way to say okay. League of Their Own. So yeah, David Strathairn. That would be my uh, number three. That'd be your number four. That would be my number th- four. <laughs> my four. My number four. My Thor. <laughs> your Thor. Yeah. 
Um, my number four is Arlie Goddamned Ermy. Ah, uh, that's a good one. If you don't know who Arlie Ermy is, he's the bombastic drill sergeant from Full Metal Jacket. Full Metal Jacket. Thank he's you. been in a lot of things since then, he but that's the, what he was known he for. Played basically the same character in almost everything that he did. Yeah. He was He was like the police captain in seven. He this is not even my desk. Right. I forgot he was in that until you said that. Yeah. Uh he was good in seven. He was in Saving Silverman. He was, was he? The, it's gay, been a long... the gay football coach. He played it completely Arlie Ermy and straight, but he but was just gay. Played it straight but gay. <laughs> yeah. Which was great. He was in the Frighteners. Okay. Yeah. He basically played himself in full metal Except jacket the ghost. In, in the Frighteners. <laughs> right. Uh, he was in Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the redo, which was terrible. He played the dad in that. He was uh, a gunnery sergeant in the Marines. Came up, came up through the ranks there, doing that, and decided to go into acting, and then basically played a Marine for the rest of his life. Uh, toward the end of his career, he was he trained Marines and then played a Marine. Yeah, he did that show called Mail Call. That's right, a History Hist- Channel. History Channel. Where the, it was a great show. Yeah. It was a great show. He would, people would send in questions about the military, and he would make fun of your stupid question, but then answer it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Arlie Ermey, my number four. Your number three. Ray Walston. Oh, son of a bitch. Now I can't see. He He's one of those guys that can that can either play a really endearing, likable character as well as a dastardly jerkwad or possible villain. Where was he a dastardly jerkwad? Uh... What was he it? was my favorite Martian. He was my favorite Martian, but he played. He was that. Um, God, what was the teacher's name in uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High? Oh, Mister Hand. Yes, Mister Hand. Uh, Pie, he, Popeye. He was Popeye's dad in Popeye. Oh, okay. He was in the Sting. He was in the Stand. He was in the Stand. He was good. Um, he was great in the Stand. He was in the player Johnny Dangerously, like you said, uh, Silver Streak as well. What was he in Silver Streak? He was one of the henchmen. Really? Yeah. I just watched that a year or two ago. I don't remember him being there. Yeah. He was in a movie called uh, Ski Patrol. Mm-hmm. He was the old, doddering old man in Ski Patrol. Yeah. My favorite role of him is Joe Dobich in The Apartment. He's just one of the executives that's above Jack Lemmon's character. And they all want to use his apartment mm. to have extramarital affairs. And he's using oh, the apartment okay. to move up in the company. And he plays one of the executives in it. It's quite funny. But it's just... I always love it. It's. I always think that I remember him from Disney movies, and then I look through. I mean, he's been in a billion oh, movies. Good God, yeah. And most of wasn't Bill Bixby in my favorite Martian? Uh, he, may, yeah, I think you're right. He was. And Ray Walston was in pretty much any like television show that was in the '60s, '70s, or '80s in in some sort at of at least like, once like guest role, uh, special guest star. It's, it's Ray Walston. Yeah, it's your SAG representative. Oh, hey, how's it going? Yeah, no, no, we're good, we're good. Just your monthly check. Have you had Ray Walston on yet? Yeah. Uh, for the season or the series, doesn't matter. He has to just be on one time. We have not had we have not had him on yet. Oh, well, here he is. Here he is. Work him into the script. Yeah. He's free today. He's free today. He's got to be on Charles in Charge tomorrow. Uh, Silver Spoons next week. <laughs> he's doing a, he's doing a five episode turn next week on Silver Spoons. <laughs> That's a damn good pick. Ray Walston is good. Yeah. So he's your number three. Yes, my not number my Thor or free, or free. <laughs> my number three is uh, someone who's been mentioned earlier uh, in this podcast, and that is Sam Rockwell. Mm-hmm. He's I, good. I think he is a great. I didn't know what to make of Sam Rockwell when he first kind of hit the scene. I hated him because the first thing I saw him in was The Green Mile, and he played Billy the Kid. That that he was the one that killed his little girls. 
and got John Coffey yes. executed for it. And that's why I hated him. But he's great in the role. Mm-hmm. So 1999 was the first time I was introduced to uh, Sam Rockwell. Then he played Guy. And, no, you haven't seen Galaxy Quest yet, have you? Parts of it. Parts of it. Yeah. He uh, plays the... He, he plays one of the... He would be, in essence, a red shirt. Okay. <laughs> in the Star Trek universe. And so, yeah, it's it's quite funny. He did... Uh, he's become sort of an indie guy mm-hmm. in the last 10 or so years. And uh, Jamie and I recently watched a movie called Moon. Yeah, that's a... He's God, that movie is so good. Yeah. It's oh, a man. bit of a mind trip. You don't expect what you're coming across at first, right? It's yeah. So, yeah, it's so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he did one where he is like a fake biblical artifact salesman. Danny McBride's in it. I'm not familiar with this one. Uh, I'll look it up. It's it's good. It's good. It's a good little piece. What's the one where he was in the place Chuck Barris? Um, oh, directed by Clooney. That I was forgot the, about that. Yeah, that one's good too. Um, Drew Barrymore's in it. Uh, yeah, it was like yeah, o- you know that movie. O two o three. It's amazing. Yeah, I it's great. In my opinion, the two <clears throat> the two best things he did was man, don't send us emails. Billy the Kid in Green Mile, right? And Zayfab Beeblebrocks in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. <laughs> those are the two. Like those are over the top. Man, no, don't 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 count those. Count Zaphod. Zaphod is a good over the top. Count him as that. And then and his his turn in the movie Moon. That movie was so good. The the, the effects were so good, and it's just him in it. My number three, Sam Rockwell. What's your number two? Uh, my number two sounds like this. He said, I, "I don't care if they lay me off either, because I told I told Bill that if they move my desk one more time, then." Then, I, then I'm quitting. I'm going to quit. And, and I told Dom, too, because they've moved my desk four times already this year, and I used to be over by the window, and I could see the squirrels, and they were married, but then they switched. See? Milton, macho business donkey wrestling. Hi, Milton. <laughs> <laughs> I love Stephen Root. He's so good. Uh, Man, that's a damn good pick. Yeah, for those unfamiliar with Stephen Root, go and purchase uh, News Radio all of the seasons. It's at and least the, one through four. Watch the first four. Yeah. <laughs> purchase all five and watch the first four, and then the first episode of season five. And because you don't get the eulogy and cry. Yeah, cry when you watch the first episode um, of season. But Jimmy four. James, uh, if I if I had a. Um, if I could work for any boss, it would be for Jimmy oh, James. Oh, God, it'd be so fun, wouldn't it? But what I love about him is that he also does the voice of Bill in King of the Hill, and he's done like 200 and some odd episodes of just that show alone, too. Yeah. I mean, uh, he's just a brilliant comedic actor, but you know, even when he's playing Jimmy James, he can just so quickly turn on a dime and play serious, and you believe him. And he's so like he's he, like a crazy dad. Yeah. He's like a crazy... Did you have a friend that had a crazy dad? Yeah, yeah. He's like the friend. He's like the crazy dad. Like he's fun and games until you piss him off, and, and then, then he turns and it's like, oh shit! He I ate I'm the last slice of his pizza. I'm going home. Yep. See you guys. See you, you guys are later. Deep shit. See ya. Hope that pizza was good. <laughs> uh, Stephen Root was also in. Well, it goes all the way back to like mid '80s. He was in Black Rain, Ghost, Dave, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? He plays the blind the record DJ. producer or yep. whatever. Uh, Finding Nemo, The Lady Killers, Dodgeball, No Country for Old Men, Rango, Red State, Get Out. Have you seen Get Out yet? I haven't. Seen yeah, a lot of movies you just mentioned. Yeah, and um, that's just a handful. If you go down all of the stuff he's in, I mean, half of it I've never even heard of before. But yeah. That's a good pick. 
That's your number two? That's my number two. My number two is Tony Todd. Oh, the Candyman? Candyman. He's... God, he's creepy. He can play he can play creepy really well. Yeah. I, mean, I don't even think I've seen any of the Candyman movies, but I know I knew that's what he was known for. I saw the first one a long time ago. To me, he's known as Mr. Ben from the remake of Night of the Living Dead. Oh yeah, that's right. He's he plays it a little more nineties mm-hmm. than the guy from the sixties version. For obvious reasons, but yeah. a little more animated, a little more I don't know, there's just something in his voice. It sounds like he smoked one too many cigarettes that day and had too much coffee. Just his his role has been is the only reason I picked him. But he's he, he comes up in so many other things and they're just little side roles. You see him and you go, that's Tony Todd. And if you go, he's to got any, a very distinctive voice, very too. distinctive voice, a very distinctive face. Yeah, like he's true. got sort of that like his face and his eyes look like they would cut you mm-hmm. if you pissed him off or said something to him the wrong way. He looked if he looked at you the wrong way. Tony Todd, it's my number two character actor. Who is your number one character actor, Uberalis? He said that you were being tough on the negotiations, but if they could get a little help and close the deal fast, it would be good for the family. You believe that story? You believe that? He said there was something in it for me, on my own. I've always taken care of you, Fred. Taking care of me? You're my kid brother and you take care of me? Did you ever think about that? Did you ever once think about that? Send Fredo off to do this. Send Fredo off to do that. Let Fredo take care of some Mickey Mouse nightclub somewhere. Send Fredo to pick somebody up at the airport. I'm your older brother, Mike, and I was stepped over. It ain't the way I wanted it! I can handle things, I'm smart! Not like everybody says! Like dumb, I'm smart and I want respect! Well, when you can take Papa to the fruit stand without him getting shot, (laughs) then you can get a little respect, Fredo. Otherwise, back of the bus. Yeah. Uh, What's his name? John Cazale. What else did he do? He's done five movies. He passed away in 1978. Are you you... want to know the five movies he did? Godfather, Godfather 2. Okay. The Conversation, Ooh, okay. Dog Day Afternoon, and The Deer Hunter. Talk about wow. no one will ever top the resume of I was in five pictures. I had He had some type of cancer. He passed away in, in That's horrible. I think it was 78. I'm not laughing and, at that. Yeah, I'm yeah. laughing at that's, I, that's a resume. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So he was in three movies with Pacino. He was in three movies with Pacino. He did... One, two, three movies with Francis Ford Coppola at the top of his game. A De Niro and, and a, then and a uh, and then De Niro Gene with Hackman. yeah. God, man, man, talk about a resume that no one else could possibly ever top. Even with just five movies, those were his five feature films. He did some short film. Like I looked at, I specifically looked at his like film bio, uh, like filmography, and it was these five films. Some short film that he did before he was put in The Godfather that no one ever saw, at least not us. Right, right. <clears throat> and then clips that were used in The Godfather Part 3. <laughs> that, you know, it's like post-hostumously. What is it? Um, Posthumous. Posthumously. Or I always want to say post-hostumously, and I'm like, no, that's not right. But, after After Death. Yes. That was a good pick. Yeah, because... Fredo is a good... Fredo's a good 
tragic character. Well, yeah, and that's exactly why I picked that clip because that's the only time it, Fredo stands up for himself. Yeah, he stands up for himself, and you almost you you really feel for him there, like. Your heart kind of breaks for the, but that's not the way I wanted it. Sure, and that sure that that passion and that and that gumption that he was saying it in, it was just like oh, I kind of I kind of hurt for him. And then it's even worse because you know he dies. <laughs> that's that's my number one pick. My number one pick uh, has a far happier tone. <laughs> and it better be a who I hoping I'm hoping Hank Azaria. Hank Azaria is my number Is one. it? Yeah. Oh, wow. Who are you okay. hoping? Um, oh, I'm thinking of uh, The Burbs. Oh. Uh, Mr. Weingartner? No. Bruce Dern? You know. Tom Hanks? You know exactly who I'm talking about. Henry Gibson? I truly don't. <laughs> who else? I've named all the dudes in The Burbs. Rick, <laughs> Rick, Rick Ducommon? That's the one. Oh, no, he's good, but he's no, 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 Hank Azaria. Okay. Hank, no, Hank is good. Hank Azaria is like a man. He's another one of those guys that he's can do. He's a vocal do, chameleon, number one, for doing all the stuff that he does in The Simpsons. The Simpsons. Uh, I'm not gay, and I'm not going to speak for gay people, but Agador Spartacus, <laughs> if I didn't know who Hank Azaria was, <laughs> oh, yeah. and I'd seen The Birdcage, I would tell you that that dude was flamboyantly gay. Mm-hmm. And proud of it. He had, he was full of Guatemalanness. <laughs> My heat. I don't wear the shoes because they make me fall down. <laughs> beige savage. Um, yeah, for his work on That's The a Simpsons. That's good one. And for, The Birdcage, man. Oh, he's so, so good in The Birdcage. Yes. And his work on The Simpsons. He did a show, a little known show in the 90s called Herman's Head. Okay. I know the name of the show. I don't think I ever saw it. It was sort of a Simpsons... Um, Overbleed because um, Yardley Smith was in it, okay, and he was in it. It was kind of like a like a Fox version of Friends, kind of. Okay, but he uh, one of my favorite roles of his is the Blue Raja mm-hmm. in Mystery Men. <laughs> Fork yourself. That's but right. He's so good in that. He is. But he has he brings the to Blue it Blue Raja. He brings to these incredulous characters a little bit of heart, like a little bit of realness. Mm-hmm. And he's probably not the quintessential character actor, but he's my he's my number one. Yeah. He's, he's, a, he's the modern character actor. Who did you have to keep off your list? Do you remember any, like just off the top of your head, if you were to name Charlton any? Heston, Harry Dean Stanton. I almost picked Harry Dean Stanton. I went in a different way. I was like... I was like Alan Arkin. I almost picked oh, Alan, Arkin. Alan Arkin. I almost picked Steve Buscemi. I chose not to. Steve Buscemi's a good uh, one. Peter Dinklage is pretty good too. Sure. Uh, Peter Stormare, uh-huh. which is uh-huh. uh, J.K. Simmons. Oh, J.K. Simmons is a good one. Yeah, I would. I could have. If I'd have thought a little longer, I could have maybe picked him. I tried to not pick what you would think. Those Which one all... did you think I was going to pick, Hank Azaria? Yeah, I did. Mm. I did. Because we, we, you and I have been quoting yeah. Agador Spartacus for... Oh, what's the line? What the hell are you doing giving him and tablets? What the hell are those anyway? Don't worry. It's just aspirin with the A and the S is scraped off. <laughs> <laughs> My wife loves that movie. I love it too. I love that movie she too. Loves that movie. God, it's so funny. It is. Oh, it's so... Their homophobia is so wretched though. Yeah. The Republicans in that movie. The, mm. What are their names? Oh, shit. That's Glista Flockhart's parents. Um, so, by implication... It's Gene Hackman and Diane Weiss. Diane Weiss. So, yeah. 
uh, Harrison Ford or Indiana Jones is married to the senator and his wife's daughter. daughter. <laughs> All right, kids. So that's character actors. We'll be back next week with a list of good, well thought out stuff and more shit garbage. Here's hoping we're not angry at the next one. Cheers. Cheers. Six Pack Double Feature is a Copec Media production. You can like and follow them on Facebook at Six Pack Double Feature Podcast and on Instagram at Six Pack Double Feature. They aren't on Twitter because Twitter is dumb. Southeast Asia, we call this type of thing bad karma.